Hey there, this is B. Wendy Jackson. I wanted to quickly interrupt you before you listen to the next episode. Listen, thank you for your support with the podcast. Uh, those of you who've been following me since January 2020, I really appreciate you. I want to hear from you. You can send me a message at info at AAOP as in Paul, C as in Charlie, S as in Snake dot net. I would love to hear from you. Also, if you have not rated and reviewed the podcast, would you do that for me, please? It also allows people to find the, the podcast. Um, this is growing. The podcast is growing and I'm so excited. I've had to update my little commercial because my name has changed and my website has change in terms of where you receive the books. So if you have not purchased your books, uh, I got the opportunity and the gift to, to write two books. One of the first one is empowerment for you, encouragement for your emotional and spiritual wellness. Listen, I love this book. Um, it is definitely a book that invites you to experience hope, help, and healing. And every page, every chapter is really filled with um, insight, information, and inspiration to be able to help empower you, to be able to help you walk in freedom. I include specific practical tips to help you take charge and take possession of your thoughts and really, really um, just control your 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 behaviors or, uh, or impact your behaviors and impact some changes in your life, cause some changes in your life. And then the second book is Empower to Empower Your Reflection Workbook. Love this book as well because it's based on specific podcast episodes where you listen to some episodes and you are able to dive deep into some reflection. I give you some prompts so that you don't have to wonder or think about where, how do I start to reflect? What do I even write? The prompts are already provided for you. Isn't that awesome? So there are also blank pages for you to journal um, or whatever you want to do, right? And so I just invite you, you can go on Amazon and just look for Be Wendy. So I don't want to cause any confusion. My my maiden name is Bob. So people have known me for as Be Wendy Bob for so long. And then July, 2022, I was blessed to get married, to be married. And so now I'm Be Wendy Jackson. Uh, so Amazon, you could just search for the books, Be Wendy uh, Bob, and you will find those two books come up. If you have any questions, you could email me. Uh, you can also find the resources on my website, aaopcs.net. That's AAO, P as in Paul, C as in Charlie, S as in snake.net. Listen, I look forward to hearing from you. May the podcast, may the books continue to add value to your lives. Um, I just, I just, I'm really thankful for this opportunity to just encourage people all around the world. All right. Enjoy the next episode and have an amazing day on purpose. everyone. This is B. Wendy Jackson coming to you with Empower to Empower You podcast. I am your lovely host. Listen, I hope that you're doing well wherever you are in the world. I hope that you've been enjoying the episodes of the podcast and I thank you that if this is your first time stumbling upon this podcast, I thank you for doing that. You could be listening to Clubhouse you could be listening to any other podcast right now, but you chose to stop by to listen to this episode. I thank you so much for doing that. And I just pray that you are just, you know, that this episode adds value to your life, that you are encouraged. One of my main primary gifts 
In fact, my main primary gift is to encourage. I love to encourage people, and I have several gifts along with that, but that is the the primary gift. That's where the counseling comes from. That's where empowering other people come from. I shared earlier um, at some point when I resumed the podcast, because as you noticed, there was a break, that because my life has changed significantly for the good, um, being a wife and a mom, um, the podcast episodes may not be as weekly, but I know that whatever frequency that um, I'm I'm choosing and really choosing to to be gracious to myself and not putting pressure on myself to record something every week. But I just hope that as the Lord continues to put messages, y'all, I have so much content. Like there's so many podcasts in my head. Um, so many podcast episodes in my journal, so many, po- I could just be in a devotion and reading the word all of a sudden, I'm like, oh God, can I share this? And so this is one of those things that I just want to share. So I may not be before you long, um, because transparent moment, I am recording before my husband gets in the room. So <laughs> while he's watching a little bit of football and I'm back here in my word, I'm using these few minutes to just share a word of encouragement with you. I just speak peace over you today. I know that there's so much unrest, unrest in the world, uh, regardless of where you live, um, whether it's Florida, whether it's the Caribbean, whether it's Africa. I mean, literally everywhere there is some type of unrest. And so I just speak peace over you right now. I pray that the Lord will just continue to put his hand upon you. I pray for healing for those who are sick, for those who are grieving. I pray for comfort for those who are discouraged and distressed. And I just pray that the Lord provides for you and just shows you who he is. Listen, today I want to just share a simple thought that maybe you have also had um, and maybe it came up for you or it came up for a friend. Where is God? (laughs) where is God and so I finished the study of Joshua which is amazing and I am now in the book of Judges and quick run quick overview high level overview yo the children of Israel are literally like we represent them okay they are there's like seven different cycles of consistent disobedience where they the lord rescues them the lord is gracious to them and the children of israel there will be years of peace and then they will go back and worship idols they will go back and rebel against god and this generation of the israelites just didn't care they did not follow their their parents their grandparents they would just do whatever they want to do and god being so gracious would um release or assign a judge to rescue them out of um the distress and so the israelites would be rescued and then they would go back and repeat the same cycle and then last minute they would call god help us deliver us rescue us and this would happen over and over and over and over again and so now we get to joshua number six chapter six and now the, the Israelites are experiencing some of the worst. They are now persecuted by the Midianites. The Bible says that they were 
Man, the Midianites were so cruel that the Midianites were literally taking charge of their foods, their harvests. The Israelites had to literally build caves, hide in the mountains, hide in the caves, thresh their wheat away from the Midianites. And so the Bible says that the Israelites were reduced to starvation. Can you imagine that? Depending on where you are in the world, some of you don't have to imagine that. You you experience that, right? Like reduced to starvation. And so now they're back to crying out before God once again. And I want to read this, this little footnote uh, that is in my Bible. And it says the Israelites hit rock bottom. Once again, they hit rock bottom before turning back to God. They could have avoided a lot of suffering if they had trusted him. Turning to God should not be a last resort. We should look to him to help each day. Obviously, life will not always be easy. We will have struggles. In fact, we do have struggles. But God will give us the strength to live through them. Don't wait until you run out of options. Call on God the first time in every situation. And I really want to share this because it sounds so simple, but it's so profound. Many times people wait till the last minute till they hit rock bottom. Why do we have to hit rock bottom to call upon the Lord? Why not just call upon the Lord the first time? You know, I've been teaching my son. I have a four-year-old and I've been, I've been teaching him, son, you've got to listen the first time. Listen the first time, you know, uh, in teaching him what that means, right? And so here we are, Judges chapter 6, and the Israelites are literally um, just hiding their food. And so verse 11 says, The angel of the Lord came and sat beneath the great tree of Orpher, which belonged to Joash of the clan of Abiezer. Gideon, son of Joash, like this man, this this man, this warrior, is threshing wheat at the bottom of the wine press to hide the grain from the Midianites, right? The angel of the Lord appeared to him and said, Mighty hero, the Lord is with you. Now, here's Gideon's response. Gideon says, Sir, if the Lord is with us, why has all this happened to us? This sounds like such a modern day response to a lot of people. If God is with me, why is this happening to me? If God is with me, why did this happen to me? If God is here with us, why is this happening now? Isn't that such a modern day response? This is why I love that the Bible is filled with real people, with real experiences, with a real God. Like these people are human beings just like us. But the beautiful thing about it, we can learn from them. We can glean so much from these people, from their experiences, because they're just human beings expressing real emotions with a supernatural and a real God. And so Gideon continues, where are all the miracles our ancestors told us about? About didn't They say the Lord brought us out of Egypt, but now the Lord has abandoned us and handed us to the Midianites. Now, this is Gideon's perspective. His perspective is that God did this, 
not the Israelites' disobedience or rebellion. How many times when people say, well, where is God? Where is God in the midst of this? How many times do we blame God for situations that maybe we allowed ourselves to get in? See, there's always a backstory. And if we don't know the backstory, or if, we, or if we're not honest with ourselves, it's easy for us to point the finger outward. It's easy for people to blame God for their distress. What about the effects of sin? That is a thing. Unfortunately, bad things happen to good people because bad things happen because sin exists. But also, I heard Pastor Tony Evans say this, sometimes things happen because we of choices that we made. Sometimes things happen because of choices that we did not make but were made for us. Things that just happen in our generation that we have to pray against. And sometimes things happen because of what people do to us. So there are sometimes that God allows certain things to happen. And in this case, yes, the Israelites continued to rebel against God over and over and over and over again. And God truly allowed these things to happen. But he's so merciful that he also sent help. He also sent a way, provided a way of escape. So the next time you may be thinking about blaming God, or maybe you hear that, how is it that God is still with me, but yet this is still happening? I want to give you an example of um, a psalm, right? In David, in, in, in Psalm chapter 6, David, these are some expressions. I'm telling you, the psalms are so are filled with real expressions of emotion, like every emotion is captured in the psalm. And David is crying out to God. And he says, look, I'm worn out. This is for, uh, chapter 6, verse 6. He says, Lord, I'm worn out from sobbing. All night I flood my bed with weeping, drenching it with my tears. My vision is blurred with grief. My eyes are worn out because of all my enemies. This is David speaking, Right? And there's so many scriptures where David or our psalmist is are, are saying, where are you? I'm praying, but I don't hear you. Chapter 10 of Psalms, Lord, why do you stand so far away? Why do you hide when I'm in trouble? The wicked arrogantly hunt down the poor. Let them be caught in the evil they plan for others. Arise, O Lord, verse 12, punish the wicked. Why do the wicked get away with despising God? And there were so many psalms like this. But I want to encourage you today that the Lord, the Bible says that the Lord watches everyone closely and he examines every person on the earth. He examines both the righteous and the wicked. He examines, he's watching He is ever present. His promises are pure. I want to encourage you today that no matter what you may have heard, maybe it feels like God is not there. But I want to encourage you to go in the word and look for the promises of God that you can meditate on. God himself says, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Focus on the promises of what he says. Guess what? His promises are true. 
God does not lie. He is, if he says he'll never leave you, he will never leave you. If he says he will supply all of your needs according to his riches and glory, then that's exactly what he will do. If he says he will protect you, that no evil will come near your dwelling, and you hold on to this promise, you know what? Yes, bad things are happening, and lots of bad things are happening, but it doesn't change who God is. If you do not believe in God and you're hearing this message, I still encourage you to open the word of God and pray and ask God to show you the word in a way that you can understand it, that you can receive it. Listen, he loves you and he wants relationship with you. I want to share this with you. The word of God says that to the faithful, God shows himself faithful. To those with integrity, he shows himself with integrity. To the pure, he shows himself pure. But to the crooked, he shows himself shrewd. He rescues the humble and he humiliates the proud. God's way is perfect. All of his promises prove true. He is a shield for all who look to him for protection. So you may be wondering, where is God? And I want to share with you. The heavens proclaim the glory of God. When you step outside, the skies display his craftsmanship. Literally, God is right here. And unfortunately, bad things are happening and it seems like Satan is winning. Satan being the enemy, the real enemy. It seems like people are looking at each other as enemies and people are angry and enraged. And it looks like God is not there. But I want you to know that God is here with us. He is so alive. He is so good. He is still merciful. He is still good. Look at your life. How is God good to you? How is he good to you? How is he showing his goodness to you? Did he give you some joy? Is he... I'm showing you how to experience the peace of Christ in the midst of everything going on. Do you have a sound mind? Has he provided for you? Did he protect you when the accident should have happened? How is he showing up for you? See, I believe that if God doesn't do another thing for me and my family, he's done enough. I am confident that I will see the goodness of the land in the land of the living you have to get to the point where you have posture and you are secure in the promise of God I've said this before but I really want you to encourage you to put the promise on the problem if you focus on everything around you listen any one of us will get crazy me too Because the just shall live by faith. We walk by faith and not by sight. So I encourage you to keep your eyes on Jesus. And if you you don't yet, if you have not accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and personal Savior, this is the time to do it. Don't wait. Just ask him into into your heart. Because the word of God says that the hope in Jesus is the anchor for our souls. Listen, I know I will not make it without him. I need an anchor.
and nothing else can provide me that kind of security. Nothing else. There's no other God. There's no replacement. There's no substitute. I want you to know that the Lord wants to be your shepherd. He, you, have, you can have all that you need. I encourage you to just invite him into your heart and accept him. And the moment that you do that, that's it. You just, from there, you just grow in your faith. Join a, a, a Bible teaching uh, church. Um, it's not about religion. It's about relationship with Christ. Join other believers who are growing in the things of God so you can be in, empowered and encouraged and discipled. And then read the word of God and let the Holy Spirit help you. I want you to be encouraged. So for those of you who have thought, where is God? Open your eyes. Look around you. And know that he is right there with you. See, the angel of the Lord said to Gideon, mighty hero. And Gideon essentially was focusing on his insecurities. But once Gideon shifted his perspective, he was able to accept eventually that he had that he had the capacity that he was a mighty hero because God was with him. When we recognize that God is with us, the word says that greater is in us, greater is he that who is in us than he who is in the world. Me and God make the majority. When you recognize who you are in Christ, you are you are you are so powerful. I want to encourage you today to find out who you are in God's eyes so that you can have a changed perspective so your thoughts can be renewed so you can see the world from a kingdom perspective and I'm telling you something it makes a big difference because if you allow yourself if you allow your emotions to be controlled by what you see by the news by the unrest by all the nonsense that's going on around you, you will lose your mind. And God offers you peace that passes all understanding. He offers you joy that is unspeakable. He offers you the mind of Christ. He says that we need to think about things that are true, that are just, that are honorable, that are pure, that are lovely. Think on those things. See, the Bible offers everything we need. It is the antidote. It is the prescription. So I want to encourage you today to stay encouraged and keep your eyes on Jesus. And remember to focus on what is true over what you feel. Where is God? He's right here. All right. This is B. Wendy Jackson. I'll talk to you soon. So I'll come back with another dynamic episode. Bye-bye for now.